Another great episode of Red Sea Roundup is coming up next. If you like what you hear, please go to our website, redsearadio.org, and donate to our apostolate, or even become a member of our Immaculata Recurring Gift Society and keep us on the air. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Welcome back to Red Sea Roundup. If you're just joining us, good for you. It's the best decision you've made today to be able to be here for Red Sea Roundup. I'm your host, Judy Como, and very excited to welcome some pals of mine that I get to sit across from the aisle every now and again over at St. Joseph's Parish. But I welcome Mary Jo Hurley and Becky Kramer. They're going to be here to tell us about an exciting upcoming opportunity for evangelization here in the Bryant College Station area. Welcome, Becky. Howdy. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Good, good. I'm just doing great. I'm glad to be here. Uh, Mary Jo, how are you doing? I'm well, thanks. Excellent, excellent. Well, tell us a little bit about yourselves, about what Regnum Christi's lay apostolate actually is, and how people can get involved and with it. Well, Regnum Christi is a canonically approved uh, federation that consists of several states of life, including the Legionary of Christ priests, consecrated men and women, and lay members, of which Becky and I are uh, members here in Bryan College Station. Mm-hmm. It's all over the world. Um, we are part of the North American territory, which is uh, Canada, the United States, and Mexico. Uh, the Houston locality, and the Bryan College Station section, of which Becky is the director and I'm the administrator. Nice. That's correct. So how long have you been involved in Regnum Christi, each one of y'all? Becky and I actually incorporated on the same day. Oh, wow. <laughs> in November of 2014. Yeah. We're coming up on nine years. Great. And how long does that process take to be incorporated? You know, it um, depends on the individual. If they, uh, they can just come and check us out by Mm -hmm. attending one of our weekly encounters with Christ or uh, attending our formation events or participating in things like our Holy Week mission. Um, And then as they discern whether Christ is calling them to join this movement, they um, pursue it deeper into discerning and understanding what the commitments are for being a member. And it's on their timetable. When they choose to associate, uh, they're free to do so. I see. Well, I've been very blessed uh, over the years to experience the benefits of this uh, ministry. We have Women's Morning of Reflection. We have um, upcoming the uh, Mother's Day. uh, Oh, Our Lady's Brunch. Yes. uh, Held on Mother's Day. And so lots of things like that. So we have this uh, door-to-door mission, so tell me a little bit about how the brain, ch- the brainchild of how this evolved, uh, what's going on, yeah, and how sure. it came about. So uh, the Holy Saturday door-to-door mission is coming up, actually, on Holy Saturday. Go figure. Go figure. Yeah, it's the name. <laughs> uh, so Father Brian at St. Joseph approached us and said, um, I know that Regnum Christi does these Holy Week missions. And we said, yes, they do. We've not done one here in Bryan College Station before, but um, he said, I, I want to have one. How awesome yeah. to be invited to mission reps. Not No reflection on pastors or parishes no. or anything like that, but a lot of times ideas feel like you're just pushing this 
parked truck up a hill to try to get something going. So to have it come in an invitation, what a blessing that is. It was a huge blessing and something that um, we embraced. Um, you know, it's not been an easy task creating mm-hmm. something from the ground up, but we had a great set of resources to pull from. Um, this type of missions happen all around the world and, you know, right over the, across the street in Houston. So um, we had so lots of So how did he know about it? Um, I think he's had lots of interactions with some legionaries when he was in Houston at St. Mm-hmm. Mary's there in seminary. So he, he knew of, of things that happened there. They, they go to um, different shelters and different things and do door-to-door missions, mm-hmm. work from different parishes over there. So it's existed for quite some time there. And so he said, I, w- I want to do something here and I want to go door-to-door. And so that's where this came from. <laughs> As a, a person who's been involved in... Uh, Holy Week from a being a pastoral minister, a musician. It's like, okay, now let's find the busiest day of the liturgical year and add this big time thing. So yeah, it's very exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, squeeze it in somewhere, right? <laughs> so that that's kind of where it came from. And so we started looking at, you know, okay, what can we do and how can we fit this in and what's it going to look like and um, what's the goal? And the goal is really to invite people. You know, there's, um, according to Father Brian, and I asked him about this last week when, you know, we knew we were coming. I said, what do you want us to talk about? And he said, you know, there's um, upwards of 50,000 baptized Catholics here in Bryan College Station. And on any any given Sunday, there's about 8,000 of them alone that go to Mass. So there's a lot of people that are not attending church. And we want to invite them back, invite them to come in. So... The step in the right direction is going to meet them where they are. And so that's stepping out into the neighborhoods, knocking on their doors, and just letting them see that we're making that invitation, being that joyful, happy presence at their door, mm-hmm. inviting them, come to Easter, come to Easter service, in, in, you know, Mass tonight, tomorrow, um, whatever that might be. And if, if you're not willing to do that, you know, what, what would you do? Here's a parish festival to come to. Is there something we can pray for you for? What what can we do? And the, the opportunities They're present endless. themselves sometimes. For instance, I was talking in the beginning of the show about Monday being the transferred celebration of St. Yes. St. Joseph's Feast Day and left Mass, went to La Familia to get some breakfast tacos. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, you know, well, how are you doing today? I said, I'm doing great. I just went to Mass. And she said, I really, I really need to get back to going to Mass. And I said, well, how about tomorrow night? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's where you go, St. Joseph's. You can see it from here, mm-hmm. and you know. So the opportunity sometimes presents itself, but here we are stepping out in faith. So going out, yeah, yeah. and that's exactly you know. So it's, how it's long ago unique. was it that Father Brian came to oh, y'all? And it was just a little over a year. Okay, so. yeah, yeah, and like to me, sometimes that seems like, do we really need a year to plan it? Uh, uh, yeah, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it took us a couple of months to figure out what we could do um, and what it would take to do it. And, you know, you start by dreaming big and there's any number of mission projects that we could have taken on, but it quickly became apparent that we wanted very much to be living in our community, um, reaching out door to door, introducing ourselves, and that maybe in future years we can take on different projects or more projects. Mm -hmm. But right now we're really focused on the community aspect. So this, uh, you have a workbook to work from, or are you starting from scratch? Or we built it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
We had we had a few, you know, guidelines to go from, but other than that, we, this was built from the from yeah, the ground it, up. It, and, it, I find it interesting. Um, I was a part of St. Anthony's Parish my whole life, even though I didn't even live here for a long, long time. To me, that was my home. And as my parents grew up in the area, you had this community that people went to that church and the surrounding area. Everybody knew each other. But that is no longer, I wouldn't, I would say most of the people go different different churches here and there. But to be, you know, we have neighbors of the parish that we, didn't, we never met. That's true. Yeah, I mean, for myself and my family, we're actually parishioners here at St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. But we're involved in this, you know, beautiful outreach for St. Joseph because we care. We care about people belonging to the church, the church universal, because there's such a beautiful treasure to be held, you know, to be found inside there. And we want people to find that. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, St. Joseph is in their neighborhood. Right. It's right there waiting to be found. And we want them to get out and go and find it. Great, great. So Father Brian had this idea. Y'all have been invited to do that. Tell me how we hit the ground running from there. Well, you know, there's a lot of administrative work, which is sort of my gig, you know, (laughs) how to get people registered, what kind of gear do they need, what kind of handouts do we need, how do we form teams, you know, all that behind-the-scenes stuff, which has been going on for the last several months, Um, publications, we're getting a huge boost from the fact that Father Brian and Father Will are both preaching about it. They're announcing it from the pulpit, and they're allowing us space after Mass to talk to people, to show them how to register, and to help them get past this idea that somehow knocking on doors isn't something Catholics do. Um, we are all called by our baptism to go and share the faith. And Catholics, as much as anybody, um, are called to do this. We just haven't, for some of the same reasons you talked about, Judy, that we're so used to having our insulated little community where everybody we know lives together and goes to church together and we all know each other. But we all know that, you know, in today's society, the neighborhoods are fragmented. Um, People living next door to each other for a dozen years don't know each other except Mm -hmm. to wave to. So we're trying to bridge that gap. We're trying to let them know that, you know, they're they're our neighbors. They're our community, and we have this temporal community and this spiritual community, and we want to integrate everybody we can into that. Yeah, great. I want to remind our listeners that we are live on the radio, and if something that we're talking about is uh, spurring you or you have a question or a comment, we would love for you to call us at 855-683-7332. Give us a call with a comment, question, how to get involved. So uh, let's just say Judy's listening and I'm ready to get involved. What, what's the first step? Well, the easiest thing to do is go to the St. Joseph Parish website, which is stjosephbcs.org, and you're going to find the Holy Week mission right there on the front page. And you can click to register, and it will give you all the details about mm-hmm. how to do that. So if somebody's saying, well, I don't know about this. I don't want to sign a blank check. What, what's Saturday? Tell me what the day is going to look like. So the day begins at 8 o'clock. There's a, you know, we have this pre-registration, so we know who's coming. We're putting people on teams, uh, and each of those teams is going to go out into the neighborhood together. We're not sending anyone out alone. We're sending teams two by two, Mm -hmm. just like the apostles, right? How biblical. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) That was part of the plan. Yeah. Uh, So the teams are going out into the neighborhood. So they'll gather at 8, check in, get their supplies, gather with their teams, have another quick kind of 
um, instruction period, a blessing, a commissioning of those missionaries, and then being sent out together. Um, and they go out with their supplies into the neighborhood. It's probably going to take about two hours or so um, on the routes that they're being given, and everybody's given kind of a different route, so they shouldn't be overlapping with anyone. And then by about 11.30, 11.45-ish or so, they're making their way back to St. Joseph or have a lunch uh, for them and kind of a wrap-up, sharing of graces, you know, what happened, bringing back in those prayer requests. Uh, we have some information cards that they'll take with them and uh, gather some information from the homes that they visit. If someone wants so someone from the pastoral team or one of the pastors to contact them, um, they'll take note of that, get their information so that they, you know, someone from St. Joseph can reach back out to them. Or if the, someone in the home has a, a prayer, a prayer request, the team can pray for them right there at their door, but they also can bring that back. And then there will be prayer teams at St. Joseph who will continue praying for those people after the fact. So we'll bring that back, collect those at that time, and then pray as a community right then for all of those collected prayers once more. So, and then we'll be done one o'clock or so Mm -hmm. and send people on their way. Have have either of you ever done anything like this before or been a part of a prayer team or anything? No, the closest thing I ever came to it was I was on a census taking team once. (laughs) (laughs) But we really want this to have a very different feel to it. (laughs) I would think so, yeah. Yeah, as uh, part of my my husband's formation, uh, we had a day of training with uh, St. Paul Street Evangelization Mm -hmm. and uh, then we just... Went to the cathedral, which is one block over from 6th Street, and just walked out and walked up to people. And it's uh, you're really stepping out in your, out of your comfort zone, uh, right, you know, yeah. taking a step in faith to do something like that. Uh, how many people do you have interested? Uh, so far, we probably have about a third of what we uh, expected. So we've got about 50, 60 people so far right now. We're looking for, um, like I mentioned before, about 50 teams. So it's going to be about 50 team leaders. And then we, we would like, ideally, three to four members per team. So we can take up to about 200 people mm-hmm. um, to make these teams. The goal would be, if time permits, each of those teams could possibly knock on between uh, 20 to 30 homes. So all told, 1,000 to 1,500 homes oh, that'd be access awesome. that yeah. day. Quite a footprint. And, and this is something families could do, parents and kids. It's something youth can do. It's something single or couples can do. Um, really, the only requirement is that you be able to walk maybe a mile or a mile and a half over the course of two or two and a half hours. It's not a sprint, mm-hmm. um, but somebody who maybe doesn't feel like their mobility is up to making the walking mission. There are things to do in the pack to help before and after, or you can just support us with your prayers or financial donations. Yeah. 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 We mentioned the website and there is a tab when you go to the website, when you get to the mission page, there's a tab there. Someone just says, you know, I just like to financially support it. There's a page that they can do that as well. Cool. I'd be Awesome to have people sitting in the chapel praying for those Absolutely. who are out there. Absolutely. Essential, essential. Yeah. Um, so is there any kind of a training for the people that sign up? Or we Actually, we do. We have mm-hmm. uh, some training we just began last night for the team leaders who already signed up. <clears throat> the first training was last night, and there was another one happening today, and then there's another one on Saturday. Um, it's been recorded, so if they're signing up after this time, we'll have the recordings mm-hmm. available for what those is that? team leaders. What is that tra- so the, looks like. the training is um, actually for some of the missionaries involved with St. Paul Outreach are here, and they put it together for us. Um, and it was really 
really great training. It involves some some prayer ministry training, you know, how to pray for people, um, listening to what they're saying, but also what they're not saying, you know, mm-hmm. listening to the to the depth of their prayer request, um, but just being joyful when in approaching people and um, remembering that you're you're bringing Christ to them and finding Christ in them uh, at their door. And um, what else did you find, Mary Jo, from yeah. that training last night? You know, I would like to give a lot of credit to Rick and Britt Arisman, um, who put together the training and, mm-hmm. you know, really instilled a sense of confidence in our team leaders because they there was a little period of instruction and sort of sharing of their experiences. But then there was an opportunity to role play, which was really important to sort of get a script in your head maybe for how you would respond to somebody. Um, and we talk about getting out of our comfort zone. And we one of the things that Rick left with us with was God is going to show up for this mission. <laughs> and God is going to accomplish his, pers- his purpose in the missionaries and in the people that we're contacting. So be not afraid. Just go do it. Yeah, I was uh, looking at the, the website this morning, and y'all had that quote from Pope Francis, I mean, we, we are called to be a church with no doors. Go out to the people exactly. and be joyful. Not Pope Francis said, don't be sour-faced Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent, yeah. excellent. So if um, we're going to kind of start from the very beginning and talk about what we're describing, just in case someone's just now checking in. Sure. So. uh um, we're here with Mary Jo Hurley and Becky Kramer. We're talking about Holy Saturday's door-to-door mission um, uh, outreach from the Regnum Christie's la- ladies. And there's men of Regnum Christie as well, but uh, mostly women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's okay too. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna it's gonna take place on Holy Saturday. Um, what if somebody's just a little hesitant? What would you say to somebody? I really want to get involved, but I'm just kind of never done anything like this before. And Yeah, don't let fear hold you back. Mm-hmm. Um, because we mentioned before, you know, there's going to be teams of people. So there's a team leader. But on that team, we also need people who can be a scribe, someone who just is going to maybe take notes. Like this is the address we went to. Mm-hmm. Um, they, maybe they weren't home. We just left some information. Or they had a prayer request. Write down that prayer information. So maybe they're kind of shy and they don't feel like talking. Maybe they'll just take notes. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe that person is just such a phenomenal prayer person. We need somebody to intercede. You know, maybe they, maybe someone is not very welcoming or just not forthcoming with what they might need at the door, but there's someone there praying, praying on their behalf. Mm-hmm. That, that's needed so on the team as well. So you have a team leader, someone volunteers, and you'll connect them with yes. a team leader that we have already. So people aren't going to be out on their own. They're no. going to have a No, we have people leader. who are volunteering to be team leaders, and we're, we're instructing them on what, what good team leading looks like, how to lead that team, how to approach the door. But, you know, that team leader doesn't necessarily have to be the one who is who is exciting and, you know, hospitable and, and the big extrovert talker at the door either. That might be somebody else on the team, and that's okay, too. Uh, maybe that team leader is the one who's going to be the scribe, but they, they'll, they'll make that decision, you know, on the day of the event. Um, but we will, you know, if someone signs up individually and they don't have a team, we'll place them on a team. Um, there's no fear <laughs> there. Um, and if a family signs up together, we definitely will not split that family up. You know, they'll be all together to be able to go out together and do this with one another and just experience, you know, that there's more fruit to be had 
uh, for them going out on this mission together um, than just the sorry, just the people that I'm talking with my hands on the radio. You could could be one of my cousins, some Italian people here. (laughs) Um, There's more fruit to be had for the people involved in the mission than just those that they'll meet at the door. Yeah. You know, um, as you're talking and I'm just kind of imagining the day of, uh, it's going to be a great community builder for the people on the team as well. Opportunity to, uh, perhaps you're going to say, hey, let's go do this together. And you're already, you know, I would imagine there's a lot of people within the parish that are new or haven't formed community themselves. And what a great way to form community is by stepping out in faith. And Absolutely. I've already had someone who's registered. Um, she is new to the church. She's new to St. Joseph. And she said, I don't know a lot of people, and I want to get involved. And this is a great way for me to do that, to meet others. And I was like, how beautiful, you know. She's stepping out in yeah. and faith, and said, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, it's um, a challenge for us this year because very few Catholics in our community have ever knocked on anybody's door and shared their faith or, you know, sat down at their dinner table and shared their faith. So this is going to have a couple of really immediate um, blessings, one of which is it will force the people involved to give a thought to how do I articulate my faith? I briefly, joyfully, to stranger, to a friend, to a family member, to a coworker. We just asking yourself that question and jotting down a few things to answer that. Whether you're actually going to be part of our door knocking mission or not, I would encourage everybody to think about that. To have that in your pocket, ready to pull out when somebody says, "Well, you know." You, you see an opportunity to share your faith, and you know what to say. You've got a little script in your head, and you may embellish it or change it, but that's great. The other thing is, is next year we'll have experienced missionaries. So this year it's kind of like, we've never done this before. Oh, my God. But <laughs> next year it's going to be, we've done this before. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we <clears throat> the the radio station airs uh, St. Paul Street Evangelization PSAs mm-hmm. often, and I kind of jokingly— imagine, you know, both St. Joseph and St. Anthony's church physically is within walking distance of downtown Bryan, where we have First Friday every month and people are parking in our parking lots and going, what, you know, what if we had this need a prayer sign or a Absolutely. opportunity? And <laughs> I am yeah. liking that idea. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I, it just makes perfect sense to yeah, say. You just and, have to ask, what's holding us back? Okay, now we've said it out now loud. Here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm looking around Whoops. the room at. Uh, <laughs> I saw Dennis make a face over there. <laughs> well, here at St. Mary's as well. I mean, we're people park in this parking Absolutely. lot to walk to uh, Northgate. Mm-hmm. So uh, the opportunities are there. And, you know, uh, I was having a conversation. Uh, I'm going to pose a question and not know the answer of someone asking uh, why Catholics wear a crucifix rather than a cross. And, you know, questions like that can come up and, at, you know, leaning over the bell peppers at HEB. I've, <laughs> I often say I have a HEB produce ministry because <laughs> it, ter- it tends to happen more than not. But the more the more practice we have, the more faith-filled we are, the better we are to articulate. Um, I have both my daughters have been married for a year plus to non-Catholics, and different conversations of who, what, when, where, and why come up often. And uh, 
you know, just because my husband's a deacon and we've been in formation, we, we definitely don't have all those answers, but it's an opportunity for conversation. And so uh, being a part of this is really going to help those who volunteer become, like you say, articulate. You need to have that uh, elevator Your example. elevator pitch, right? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not all called to be apologists, no. you know, but we do need to be able to say, and this was part of our team leader training too, is, you know, and, and it's really part of just being a Christian, you know, being able to think about and express what's God done for me and, you know, what do I love about my faith? And and that, you know, that can express to other people, why, why do I do the things that I, that I do? What draws you to me? What is it that you see about me that makes me different? You know, because that something about that joy or the something they see in me is what attracts that, you know, uh, I'm not saying me specifically, but there's something about <laughs> yeah. other people. I know there's an English term for the first person. Is right. That? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you see, see, you see people like that, you know, and you're like, wow, something is special about them. What is it about them? You mm-hmm. know, and someone may look at you that same way and you need to be able to explain that, you know, what is it about me that might draw someone to me? It's definitely that they see Jesus but that you have to be able to explain it. Absolutely. It's very exciting. Um, So let's, uh, we have just probably about 15 minutes left. Let's uh, talk about how people can get involved. Let's give them those, that information of getting involved and the steps that are going to take. We're two weeks out. Is that, are we two weeks? Uh, three weeks. It's three weeks. weeks. Okay. Three weeks out. So I'm can... going camping next week, so that week is out. So yeah, just, just discount that. <laughs> it's off my calendar. Yeah. So the event is uh, Holy Saturday morning, April eighth, from eight to one, and registrations going on right now. Um, they can go to stjosephbcs.org. The main page of the website for Saint Joseph Church has a link right there to go to the Holy Holy Week missions page. There's lots of different tabs. They can find a lot of information there, including the registration, how they can sign up. Um, and they can sign up individually. They can sign up as a family. There's a little bit of a discount to sign up your family on there. And uh, every missionary gets a T-shirt, a crucifix. Um, we include, uh, there's for each team, there's a bag of the supplies that they'll get to take out on there. And there's lunch at the end. Um, there's We send everybody out with a blessing, a commissioning, and um, just have that community time at the end to talk about, yeah. you know, and what everyone experienced. Y- and- well, you mentioned being a, a member here at St. Mary's, mm-hmm. and I think it's a natural inclination for something to be held at a parish, and it kind of feel like it's that parishes. But, man, we have five vibrant churches here in the Bryan College Station area, and our listening area uh, goes far beyond mm-hmm. the five churches that are here uh, supporting of this radio station uh, far and beyond in the little towns, you know, gosh, how great that would be for someone listening in Caldwell. Shout out to Tricia (laughs) who texts me often to say that she's been listening to uh, come and be, let's truly live out the meaning of being Catholic and universal and uh, come and get involved in this awesome, awesome experience. Hey, Dennis is uh, famous with his uh, whiteboard here. Jump on in here. I have a question from the peanut gallery. <laughs> so, ladies, uh, people think because I run a radio, uh, 
Catholic radio station that, you know, I'm uber Catholic or that I know everything about my Catholic faith. And I, I'll be honest, quite often, this is a mask that I hide behind because I could just hand people a radio card and say, hey, listen, rather than actual go out and do this sort of thing. So when I made that face earlier, I'm like, what's holding you back? I'm like, uh, I'm going to be out of town that weekend. So, you know, <laughs> you know, but, um, this is, this is an area that I think we as an apostolate want to get into maybe year-round in all of our area. So this is a great learning ground. But for someone like me that's scared to death to do something like this, and I don't have all the answers, like, so what if somebody asks me a question? I have no clue what the answer is. What would I tell them at that moment? Do you all have any advice? For a chicken like me. You took Mary Jo's microphone away, so that means I have to answer. <laughs> no, here it is. Go, go. <laughs> no, that that's a really great question. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, not all of us are called to be apologists, and we, we don't intend to train everyone to do that because between now and April 8th, there's no time for that, right? We could tell them like you do, go listen on the radio. It's on at 5 o'clock, you know, mm-hmm. Catholic Answers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I think probably, you know, when someone says, well, you know, can explain this to me? I don't understand this about your faith. Um, you know, if someone feels like they're confident in maybe answering that, they could, you know, give it a go. Um, but I would say like, wow, that's a really great question. And, uh, you know, we don't have quite enough time to get into that today. But if you would like someone from the pastoral staff maybe to contact you, um, we'd love to take your information and get that on, to, you know, passed on to them and they will get back to you very quickly. Yeah. How long, how long do you feel like each team is going to spend with a particular house? Is you know a minute or two? Or I know it's kind yeah. of like so, trying to predict the future, but still. Yeah, so the uh, schedule is probably going to allow about two hours or so for them to be out. We tried to impress upon them that, you know, you're going to have a route to go through. Um, you know, ideally, you know, when you plan a project, right, you need to have the end goal in mind. You know, the end goal is really to invite people, right? But we need to have some some numbers tied to it as well. So it would be ideal to hit, you know, as many as possible. But we really know that this is about quality, not quantity. Um, and so, you know, it's it's possible that, you know, one house might have, you know, five or 10 minutes where another one might be really quick, you know, get off my lawn kind of thing. Uh, so, um, so or they may really, not be home. <laughs> or they may not be home. Uh, so it's it's a little difficult to tell. Um, you know, what we won't do is, you know, we won't step inside someone's home, you know, thank you for the invitation, but you know, we'd really, we don't, uh, again, we, you know, we're just out here kind of inviting people. We really need to move on to the next, but we'd love to pray for you if we can from here on your porch, um, or your, your front step. Um, but we really need to move, you know, Mm -hmm. move on to the next year, meet your neighbor too. Would there be time for follow-up if you don't know the answer to the question? I imagine you could go look it up, learn the answer ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, and then possibly contact them back with an email or it's possible. Yeah, sure. so you can have that scribe person. To... Yeah, yeah. So there's a place on the cards that w- that each of the teams will have to collect that information. If someone wants that follow up, we can collect their name, number, awesome. whatever contact information that they feel willing to give. Yeah, and we'll have that information to pass on. We'll collect it for our own information as far as the success of the program, but then all of that's being passed back on to Saint Joseph. Uh, so they will have that. So if there's prayer requests or there's there's some type of pastoral visit that needs to happen. St. Joseph is going to have all of that information for their teams to go through. Um, and even the missionaries who participate, you know, they'll have that because, you know, who knows what what leaders are going to 
uh, rise to the top here through this and be active and involved in new ways within the parish yeah. going forward. And, and Becky touched on this, <clears throat> but this is not um, a, a mission as others might have experienced with other denominations where we're trying to um, evangelize very at length or even make a conversion. This is um, short and sweet, um, invitation-based, making the first contact with the offer to follow up. So as she said, we we will decline an opportunity to enter someone's home or to engage at length in apologetics because that's not the purpose of this mission. The purpose of this mission is outreach, connection, community. Right, and it's taking place the day before Easter Sunday. Absolutely. Come to church. Yes. Yeah. Come, come be with us. Yeah. Yeah. Like we would, we would acknowledge questions as you know an uh, indication of interest and encourage them to follow up on that. And we would reach back out if they would give us contact information. So uh, that relationship works both ways. Absolutely. So, I hear your concern, Dennis, though, about the apologetics thing because I, I too, you know, given the appropriate amount of time to think about it. I probably could come up with an answer, but on the spot, I would freeze <laughs> myself. <laughs> so being able to say, you know, oh, that's a really great question. We'll get back with you on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Caleb, you do, had a lot of head shaking going on <laughs> during this, so I'm uh, welcome what you have to say. I just like, uh, I like Patrick Madrid's answer when he doesn't know something. He, there is an answer. And if you'll give me your contact information, I will find it out for you and get back to yeah. you. There is an answer, though. There is mm-hmm. an answer, yeah. There always is, yeah, for great. sure. So, yeah. Uh, so y'all have been in the making about a year now working on this. Uh, yeah. Tell yeah. me what you thought about in the very beginning and how maybe some of that has changed a little bit and what's going on within your own faith life and uh, how that's spurred some of that. You know, at times I have to admit that I'm just really offering it up intentionally that, you know, it's like, I know you want us to do it. I felt like the Holy Spirit put it really on my heart um, after Father Brian made that invitation. So last year when I was on retreat, which is the retreat I'm going on this coming weekend with the Regnum Christi ladies, I spoke to people from the Houston locality and then members of our College Station communities, including Becky. It's like, do you think we can do this? Do you think we can do this? And I mean, every single person I spoke to was so supportive and enthusiastic. It's like, yes, we're in, we're in. And talk to this person and talk to that person. And it it almost, be, I mean, we had so many ideas for so many projects that we really, really would have loved to have done. And then we st- started going, okay, mm-hmm. we have to start pairing this back to what's possible yeah. in year one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really just do feel like um, that intention was blessed because it's coming together really beautifully. And we've had n- no negative comments. You know, even people who are a little bit puzzled about why are Catholics doing this now yeah, um, this really are like <laughs> wishing us luck and and offering their prayers for our uh, mission. So yeah. um, we just thank God. We know that God's going to show up and do what he wants done with this mission and part of that is the transformation of the missionaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really it's really been an opportunity to kind of move out of your um, move out of your own way and allow the Holy Spirit to move, you know, and work. Um, because if you're if you're trying to control it all, we know that doesn't always work out so well, right? <laughs> so you know, uh, are you inside my head right now? Know, right? Is that, yeah, I think the three of us are sitting here are probably <laughs> the same way, right? Yeah, and, and especially. Uh, 
reminder that this is not just St. Joseph's parishioners to be involved. We can't do it. It would no, be wonderful. So it's going to take place on St. Joseph's ground, and we're going to go into the community area around St. Joseph's. But gosh, we would just love for anyone listening or invite someone else. I tell you. Yeah, so just our Regnum Christi women alone are representative of, of all five parishes here mm-hmm. in uh, Bryan College Station. And so we're we're all involved. You know, like I mentioned, I'm, I attend here at St. Mary's and Mary Joseph at St. Joseph and others are at uh, St. Santa Teresa and St. Anthony and St. Thomas. And so we're all involved, you know, but we're all stepping out in into participation with this mission from St. Joseph and in the community around St. Joseph within the boundaries of St. Joseph Parish. And so making this invitation to people there in the neighborhoods to to walk to St. Joseph, to come there, to be welcomed into the arms of the parish there, into the parish life, um, whether they're, you know, a fallen away Catholic, they haven't been there for a while, maybe they left before COVID and they've only been watching online since then, come back. The church is there. Her, her arms are wide open, you know, or maybe you've never been to church. Maybe you don't even know who Jesus is. Come, there's something for you too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there are people waiting to walk with you. There's programs, there's Alpha Maybe you're interested in the Catholic faith. Maybe you started your sacraments but never completed them. There's RCIA. You know, there's something for everyone because the treasure is there, and we need to share it. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Yes, it's um, we we do need to be inviting and um, to get involved. You know, I help help put on having Matthew Kelly come here about oh, yeah. 12, 12 years ago, and they give you this big mamma jamma manual on how to do that but someone someone has to be invited to something seven times before they'll actually Mm -hmm. commit and again it is a busy day and uh it is but if you just kind of open your heart to being called to something you know you can cook that meal a little bit later in the afternoon and yeah uh, well, and we would invite uh, anybody from any parish who w- wants to see how a Holy Week mission operates to register and join us for that day. But I would also say that afterwards, I'm, if somebody says, well, I want to do this next year at my parish, reach out to the Regnum Christi women and we will give you our process um, and leverage that. Mm-hmm. Um, some of this yeah. is just getting started, getting it off the ground. Um, and it would be amazing to see missionaries going out from all of the parishes at mm-hmm. the same time. <laughs> yeah. And so this has taken place, you said, in Houston. They've done this door-to-door done this on, around the world. on Holy Thursday, on Holy it, Saturday. At, yeah, it's, it's taken different forms. Sometimes it's uh, Holy Week, so maybe trainings for missionaries happens on Thursday, and then mission things are Friday and Saturday, you know, around the liturgical mm-hmm. offerings. Um just depends. Different yeah. different needs in different places. Here, uh, we decided on the door to door mission as yeah, an initial I, offering. Have you ever done anything like this personally? Have I haven't done door to door. I've been involved in some prayer ministry kind of things, but I haven't done door to door missions before. Uh, so, looking forward to it. A former, I am a former youth minister at Saint Anthony's Parish, and we had live stations of the cross right. that took that devotion and walked throughout the neighborhood, and people come out of their houses and. We kind of said, you know, we're just waving at them. Mm-hmm. And so we created teams that would even just having a card that has mass right. times or going out and shaking hands and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, people are hungry. 
Yeah. People yeah. need connection and people need that. You know, we're going to, we have the opportunity to put skin on Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Our, our missionary teams will be equipped with things to hand to the homes that they visit, including um, a handout that has the Easter services for St. Joseph Church, as well as the regular mass times, confession times, contact information in both English and Spanish, as well as an invitation to the St. Joseph Parish Festival so that they can, you know, kind of check people out, see what we do, and that we are a faith-filled community, but we also like to have fun, too. (laughs) Absolutely. On the heels of our wonderful 150-year yeah. uh, celebration that we just experienced, yeah. uh, that I'm sure amazing. people in that in the neighborhood uh, kind of had to have seen what's that going, going on, on over yeah. there and everything. <laughs> so, uh, as we have about a minute left, let's talk about how to get involved, where to connect with this door-to-door mission. Right. So, go to the website for St. Joseph Church, stjosephbcs.org. Right on the main page is a link that goes to the Holy Week mission page. All of the information that you would need is right there, tabs of information about the day, what the mission is about, how the teams are formed, who can sign up, sign up as families, sign up as individuals. The registration link is there, what you get as a missionary. Um, the, the schedule for the day is coming soon. Um, but if you don't want to be a missionary and you just want to support financially, there's a link for that is there, there as well. There's a link for contacting us. You need to contact us outside of that. Do you have a different question and you don't see an answer there? Let us know that as well. Wonderful. Well, I sure want to thank you ladies for being here. Mary Jo, thank you so much for uh, coming and sharing this wonderful opportunity. We are at the end of our program Remember, we're going to live out Matthew 19, 28. Go, therefore, and make disciples. Absolutely.